Good morning, White Shavers, coffee lovers, and podcast listeners everywhere. It's Mark with GeorgeTune.com. It's time for another second cup. So grab a cup of coffee, kick back, relax, put in those earbuds, adjust that speaker volume, and let's talk some wet shaving and a few other things in podcast form. Just to bring you up to speed, Second Cup is a podcast that will give you some additional information that didn't make the Monday morning mailbag deadline. This might be something that is time sensitive. For instance, a sale that could be ending before the next 3MB airs, or a piece of late breaking information that viewers have passed along that is equally time sensitive, or something else regarding the wet shaving world that needs to be broadcast in a timely fashion. And we'll also have some time to chit chat and discuss some other things like coffee, movies, streaming shows, books, that sort of thing. So thanks for tuning in to Second Cup. And I hope you subscribe to the podcast where you can also find episodes of the Monday Morning Mailbag in podcast form. I hope you're enjoying a cup of coffee with me. We'll get the show underway in just a moment. Thanks for joining me. Well, good morning, everyone, and welcome to the February 19th, 2024 episode of Second Cup. Great to be with you this morning. How are you? It's a beautiful, sunny, but cold day. I'm looking out the window (laughs) across the room, and uh, we have snow on the ground. We had some snow. Looked like the groundhog was going to be right about an early spring, and we did have some early spring weather there in the in the uh, 50s and almost into the 60s or maybe it was in the 60s it was a, a beautiful spring like weather right after groundhog's day and now we've had a bit of winter return but later on this week it's going to warm up again so i guess i guess all in all the groundhog was correct early spring uh, so looking forward to that warmer weather and i uh, hope you're enjoying a cup of coffee with me this morning what do you got this morning? I have got, here, let me get the bag right here. I have got a Franken coffee this morning. <laughs> yeah, I was cleaning out the pantry. Now, if you saw the Monday morning mailbag this morning, you saw that I was using a, an old, <laughs> an old uh, bag of uh, McDonald's McCafe coffee that I found squirreled away uh, in the back of the pantry. And after I got done with uh, the Monday morning mailbag, I thought, you know what? I gotta, I gotta clean this pantry out. I gotta, I gotta pull everything out, and, you know, put everything back on in, onto the shelves, nicely organized and, and uh, you know, itemized and kind of grouped into different areas. Soups over here, canned vegetables over here, tomato sauces over here, that sort of thing. And uh, I was going through uh, some of the coffees that have been uh, sent to the channel by viewers. And again, thank you all very, very much. And we have been using them and enjoying them and talking about them. And I came across some bags that were uh, just a little bit left. So I went ahead and uh, I combined those together. So I have a Trader Joe's Joe coffee combined with Trader Joe's French vanilla. Both of those I picked up at my local Trader Joe's. And then I had a little bit of uh, Black Rifle coffee uh, left. I think that was... um, I'm not sure what that was. It was Black Rifle Coffee. I'm not sure exactly what blend that was. Maybe it was the you know the Just Black, I think. And then a little bit of Bean to Bean Franklin Reserve, which was fantastic. That was sent by William Meredith. And uh, yeah, it was, <laughs> I got it all combined here. Put it, in a, put it in a Trader's Joe 
Joe's, uh, Trader Joe's Joe coffee bag right here, and I kind of shook it together like this. Can you hear that? Like that, and kind of mixed it all together and brewed it up. And a pretty darn good cup of coffee with some of those highlights in there from the uh, other uh, coffee, from all those coffees being blended, get, blended together. And we're using the uh, Bean to Bean coffee mug that came courtesy of William Meredith. Thank you again, William. So yeah, a Franken coffee that seems to work this morning a little bit better than that uh, McDonald's McCafe. <laughs> but uh, a nice cup of coffee. Nonetheless, this morning on Second Cup and an okay coffee. It was okay on uh, the Monday morning mailbag. Uh, but next time around, Monday morning mailbag, we'll have uh, some fresher coffee. Uh, to share with all the viewers out there. Uh, how are you again this morning? Uh, again, I hope you're enjoying a cup of coffee with me. I had a head shave in the shower this morning, and I got to tell you, my hat's off and the tip of the hat to all the shower shavers out there. What a great way to do a head shave. I, I really need to talk about that a little more often because I want to do a head shave, and I was thinking... Uh, am I going to review a, uh, a shave soap or a razor uh, and do a head shave with it? Or should I just do a head shave uh, and then maybe wait a day or two to do the review in front of the mirror? Uh, you know, it's kind of that uh, situation. It's kind of a flip of the coin. I thought, well, you know what? I'm going to do, do, do a head shave in the shower to get a little more experience doing it so I can talk about it. Now, the previous head shave, I used a shaving brush and a, um, a plastic shaving bowl. That was the, um, what was that again that I used? I used the, um, oh, that's right. I used the shave bowl, shaving bowl. No wonder I couldn't remember. <laughs> I, no wonder I couldn't remember the name of it because it's so common. The shave bowl, shaving bowl. Uh, maybe you've seen this on the channel before. It's kind of a, it's, it's, a, it's like a two-piece system. Uh, you can. It has a larger bowl that fits on top of a smaller bowl, and you could put hot water in the smaller lower bowl, and you can use it as a kind of a scuttle, uh, which is kind of neat. And the, the larger bowl up above, uh, you can then build a lather in, or you could just take the smaller bowl from below and whip your lather using that, and also uh, throw that in your dab kit to travel with because it's a nice size. But it's made from a nice high-impact plastic, and it's called Shave Bowl which is why I forget about it, because I'm trying to think, is it a different kind of a unique name? No, it's a very common name. If you go up to Amazon and search for shave bowl, shaving bowl, it should come right up. It comes in white and black, and it really is kind of a neat system. Anyhow, I use that so that if I dropped it, it wouldn't shatter, obviously, and a brush and some nice shave soap and... Uh, Wow, and I put my mirror, my shower mirror in, uh, in there. You've seen me use that before on a little suction cup. And man, I got a really nice shave doing it that way. And I used my, uh, as I recall, what did I use? I think I used my Supply uh, SE razor for that shave. Well, this morning I used the Supply SE razor again with the Nick Stop te technology, that fin guard that uh, comes with the uh, Supply SE and uh, I used Cremo, uh, Cremo Heritage Red uh, Shaving Cream Formula Number 508. This is a spiced amber scent. And I really liked that scent. And I liked using a super slick kind of uh, shaving cream this morning that gave me a really, really slippery, slippery surface uh, to uh, uh, use that razor on because it just 
the glide was really, really nice, really, really terrific. And uh, I don't have much shelving in the, in the shower there. So when I take a shaving bowl and a brush and that sort of thing, I'm always trying to figure out where I can set, set it down and, and that sort of thing. And, and this is just a, a razor and uh, the, the, the tube of shaving cream and just squirt it onto my hands and just kind of coat my head with it and just go ahead and uh, you know shave it away. And it just worked really, really well. So I like doing it both ways. And oh, and by the way, this Heritage, Heritage Red Shave Cream Formula number 508, Spiced Amber, this is very much in the ballpark with Cider House 5 from Phoenix Shaving. So if you're looking for a, a pre-shave that will complement that and you don't want to use, say, a pre-shave oil or you want to change it up from using the Cube 2.0, check out this uh, Heritage Red uh, Spiced Amber, number 508 from uh, Cremo. That scent will uh, uh, pair up nicely with uh, Cider House 5 if you happen to have that. At least that's the way it hits my nose. And uh, I really enjoyed it. But again, to those of you who are doing... Uh, the shower shave, whether it's your face or your head, uh, great way to shave, really is. Uh, I'm trying to figure out how to get a camera in my shower so that when I shave my head, I can do it on camera and talk to everyone and uh, show you exactly what I'm doing with the shave, uh, with, the, with the shaving brush, uh, uh, the, the shaving bowl, the shaving soap, or a cremo, uh, the razor, that sort of thing. And one more word about the Supply SE razor absolutely my go-to for a head shave. Uh, this performs great for face shaves and also for head shaves when I'm standing in front of the mirror, but it is absolutely superlative in using for a shower shave because I'm flying blind. This morning, I didn't use a mirror at all. I was just using the Supply SE, and what I was doing was I, uh, I used the, uh, the Cremo, uh, squirted from my right hand into my left hand, and using my left hand, I worked up the lather, even though it's kind of a super slick, thin lather, worked that up and coated my head with it really, really very, very well, and left that wet product in my left hand, and then using my right hand, holding my razor, which is not at all slick, uh, then went ahead and just started to uh, shave my head, and if I needed some additional slickness, I would just take my left hand and then recoat uh, an area of the head, and then go over with the razor again, much like you see me do my touch-ups uh, when I do a head shave. And it just did a fantastic job. Um, so if you are a head shaver and you're looking for a, a great um, a single-edge razor to use. Check out the Supply SE. Absolutely my go-to for head shaves and that Nick step, that Nick stop technology, that thin guard that they have on there, absolutely works. I absolutely like that a lot. So that's kind of the long and short of it this morning. <laughs> a Franken coffee, a different kind of head shave this morning, and I am ready to go. So. Uh, great to be with you this morning. Thanks so much for tuning in. I appreciate you tuning in and listening to the podcast. So let's pay a few bills and we'll get the show underway. Well, we have a wonderful announcement this morning regarding Boondabeard. Now, if you've been following the channel, you'll know that a viewer out of South Africa named Dr. Edward De Villiers sent the channel a wonderful sampling 
of Boonda Beard Shave Products. Boonda Beard is a South African artisan, and they make some absolutely wonderful shave soaps, both tallow shave soaps and glycerin shave soaps. Absolutely wonderful. I have really enjoyed these shave soaps, and uh, other viewers have had the opportunity to use and review these shave soaps and have really enjoyed the shaves with these products. And uh, viewers have asked, where can I buy this in the United States? Well, here's the announcement. Boonda Beard is going to be available for sale in the United States. Viewer Philip Sharp is going to be the distributor. Boonda Beard will be available exclusively at sharpshaver.com. Now that's spelled S-H-A-R-P-E-S-H-A-V-E-R.com sharpshaver.com, which is still under construction. Philip will also be making the Bundabeard products available at his Etsy store at sharpshaver.etsy.com. Once more, that's spelled S-H-A-R-P-E-S-H-A-V-E-R.etsy.com, sharpshaver.etsy.com. Again, the the Bundabeard products are going to be available at sharpshaver.com and sharpshaver.etsy.com. Stay tuned. The launch date is still uh, to be determined. So uh, once we have that launch date of when those products are going to be available, we'll let you know on the Monday Morning Mailbag and also here on Second Cup. Really excited about this because a lot of viewers and a lot of wet shavers have been asking about the Boon to Beard shave soaps and other products and if they are going to be available for sale here in the United States. Well, Philip Sharp is making that happen. And again, all you have to do is get over to sharpshaver.com or sharpshaver.etsy.com and the Boonda Beard product line will be available there. Now, again, the launch date is to be determined and sharpshaver.com is still under construction. But once everything is up and running, all the ducks are in a row, <laughs> everything's set to go, uh, Philip is going to send along a launch date and we'll get that information to you so that you too will be able to uh, order and enjoy the Boonda Beard shave soaps and other products that Philip will have available uh, on uh, either of those sites. And as you recall, Philip Sharp uh, sent along that wonderful 3D printed shaving bowl that we talked about on the Monday Morning Mailbag. We also use it in a review. It is terrific. Uh, those are for sale at his Etsy store at sharpshaver.etsy.com, as well as a 3D printed shaving brush. So uh, check all of that out at uh, sharpshaver.etsy.com. And also stay tuned for the launch of the Boonda Beard Artisan product lines uh, at sharpshaver.com and also at sharpshaver.etsy.com. Uh, as soon as Philip Sharp has that information, he's going to pass it along to me, and we will give you the launch date. Philip, thank you so much for allowing me to share this information with all the viewers and listeners out there. Really do appreciate it. Boon to Beard, soon to be for sale here in the United States due to viewer Philip Sharp. Thanks again, Philip. Really do appreciate it. Well, this heads up came courtesy of viewer Mark Bagwell. There's a sale going on at the time I'm recording this at Barrister and Mann's uh, website. 
Now, it looks like it's a seasonal clearance sale. I guess that's what you could call it, uh, but not everything is on sale, but there are some nice price reductions on some nice items. Uh, for instance, if you go to their after, Aftershave Splash page, you'll see that uh, Leviathan Aftershave Splash uh, is on sale at $9.99, regularly $19.99. You also have the Nordost Aftershave Splash, Again, that's at $9.99, regularly $20. Uh, also, Promises Aftershave Splash, that's $12.49, regularly $24.99. Midnight Special Aftershave Splash, that's also $12.49. Uh, regular price is $24.99. Let's see if they have any, anything here in the way of shaving soaps. Price reductions there. Um, going through that, yes, they have Brayburn shaving soap. I believe this is an apple-scented shaving soap. That's regularly $24.99 on sale for $12.49. Also, Promises shaving soap. That's $12.49. And, of course, we just mentioned that the Aftershave Splash was also on sale. Let's go back to the Aftershave Splash just to take a look at that and see if uh, Brayborn isn't there on sale as well, the Aftershave Splash. I'm just going through the uh, pages here kind of in real time to see if that's available there. Uh, I don't see anything there. Uh, it might be there. I'm not entirely sure. I'm looking through it. I thought I saw it the other day on sale. Uh, but the point is, get up there and look around because they have some items that are on sale. Uh, and I think from what Mark was telling me, these are seasonal releases. So they kind of want to move the stock out and get ready for the upcoming uh, season and restock with new. I think, I'm not entirely sure. I think that's kind of uh, what we gather here. Oh, here, look, Brayburn Aftershave Balm. $10.99, regularly $21.99. Also, Promises Aftershave Balm, $10.99, regularly $21.99. So you'll have to look around to see what's on sale, but there are some really nice shave soaps, aftershave splashes, and aftershave balms uh, on sale. I think they also have some body soaps and some other things on sale. Just get up there to the Barrister and Man website. You can get to them at www.barristerandman.com. A-N-D is spelled barristerandman.com. And, uh, you know, check out everything that they have up there. Uh, you might find uh, a shave soap, an aftershave splash, uh, and an aftershave balm, all within the same scent at a really nice price point. Uh, so, yeah, I would get up there before uh, before that stock disappears. Again, from what Mark was telling me, uh, this is kind of a seasonal clearance uh, that's going on right now. At least that's the way he described it. I think that makes sense. Regardless of uh, what the reason is, some nice scented shave soaps, aftershave splashes, and aftershave balms that are on sale. I'm sure you'll find something to your liking. Uh, nice selection of some sale items up there. A big thank you to Mark Bagwell for the heads up on this of a sale going on at Barrister and Man on some select items. Uh, check it out. Some nice savings and some nice shaving items. Thanks again, Mark. Really do appreciate it. Well, in a previous Monday morning mailbag, Tyler Fike 
shared with us uh, his new leaf twig razor, single-edge razor, and he was having some great, great shaves with it. Well, he did a follow-up email, wanted to give us an update on how things were going with the leaf twig. And he wrote, Mark, thanks for the inclusion on the Second Cup podcast. I have been solely shaving with the twig since receiving it to really familiarize myself with it. I will say, Leaf recommends a 30-degree angle, but I think it's more along the lines of 35 degrees. That being said, I noticed the more I try to really hone in on the correct angle, the less smooth it can become. Ultimately, just pick it up and start shaving. Don't overthink it. That's the ticket. The razor itself and your technique will find the perfect balance if you just let your muscle memory take over. I'm still blown away with it every time I use it. A few things I didn't mention in my first email to you, this razor is basically clog proof. It pushes the lather out of the way, leaving plenty of blade exposure for cutting the whisker. The twist to open mechanism is a bit counterintuitive as twisting the knob to the left actually tightens it and to the right loosens it. This doesn't really bother me, but is a bit confusing at first. Also, when loading a blade that you snapped in half from a full DE blade, where the blade snaps, it will have a slight bend in it and not a smooth break. It's wise to make sure that the bend I'm referring to aims down towards the bottom of the razor when you load it. This will make sure that there is no sharp edge digging into the finish on the razor head when tightened down. Again, though, absolutely marvelous razor. I also wanted to mention about the shop cash I talked about before. I'm not sure how you have your payments set up through Phoenix Shaving, Sterling, Italian Barber, Shave Nation, etc. But I use shop pay on all websites like that. If you've been doing that too, just download the shop app. All of those companies have storefronts on the shop app as well. After you buy from any of those sites and others with ShopPay, you'll receive an email saying you earned Shop Cash. Once you have the app and link everything together, then you can spend your Shop Cash through the app itself. At the time I bought my Twig, I had like $6.53 of Shop Cash. The Shop Cash basically can be multiplied however many times depending on what storefront you're buying from. They determine the amount. Not all companies support shop cash, but Leaf does. Anyhow, when I bought the twig from their shop storefront, my $6.53 shop cash and a Valentine's Day discount they were offering brought the price down to $28. It may be something worth looking into. Just wanted to pass the information along. As always, best wishes to you and your family. God bless And take care, Tyler Fike. Hey, Tyler, thanks again for the follow-up and update on the leaf twig. It sounds like it's an absolutely fantastic, fantastic shaving razor. Uh, I really do appreciate some of the intricacies that might be foreign to a new user that is uh, twisting it open and closed and making sure that that snap blade is seated correctly, pointed down, that curled end is pointed down so it doesn't dig into the the finish 
Uh, thank you very, very much for that. I'm, I'm hoping that anyone out there listening to this right now uh, and is about to buy a leaf twig will we'll remember that as well. You don't want you don't want to have that finish marred or scratched in any way. Uh, I know I did that with one of my uh, Parker razors, as some of you may recall, and it's a sick feeling when when that happens. Well, oh my gosh, which is why I I use buffer rings on a lot of my razors now because when I got that uh, Parker semi slant. I was uh, just taking it apart and putting it back together. It's a three-piece razor, and somehow that handle just just dug in to the finish on the base plate and just gave it a nice little scratch there. And I thought, wow, how the heck did that happen? So, yeah, thanks very, very much for uh, the reminder on uh, loading a snapped blade and making sure that, that that curl, that sharp edge, is pointed downward when you're loading it into the razor head. Thanks very, very much for that. Really do appreciate it. And all the other tips and tricks that you sent along. And also, uh, all that great information about ShopCash. I was not familiar with ShopCash as a shopping uh, shopping app to be used on the various uh, storefronts of uh, artisans out there, like Phoenix Shaving, Sterling, uh, etc., Italian Barber Shave Nation. So uh, I will definitely look into uh, downloading that app myself and, uh, and using it sounds like a great deal of savings can, uh, can be applied. I'm not too familiar with it, but thanks for pointing it out to uh, all the viewers and listeners out there. Really, really do appreciate it. Thanks again, Tyler, and enjoy that leaf twig razor. Viewer Tom Donnarumma sent along this heads up, a reminder, a cautionary note of sorts when it comes to buying used wet shaving gear and vintage wet shaving gear. Uh, and he wrote, hey, Mark, I just wanted to bring to light some shopping cautions when it comes to buying used shaving gear. I've attached a photo of a particular razor being sold on a very popular used marketplace site, and it's being touted as a rare find. This is because it states that it's a specific model in a very rare color. If you look closely at the photo, you can clearly see this is not the case. Just wanted to show an example of you can't always be sure that you're getting what you think you're getting. Happy shaving, Tom Donnarumma. Yeah, this is a great reminder to always do your due diligence. Do your homework. Make sure that what you're buying online or at an antique store or a secondhand shop is in fact what is being advertised. But I've always found that to be another... Uh, part of the uh, fun of doing the traditional wet shave is learning all this great history about razors and shaving bowls and shaving brushes and that sort of thing. So that uh, in learning about all these great razors and other pieces of uh, shaving gear from, from the past, when you go out looking at antique stores or online sellers or secondhand shops, that sort of thing, you'll know uh, what to look for and what it is you are looking at. Uh, many times, uh, some sellers out there uh, might go to an estate sale and they might just buy um, a whole bunch of razors or a whole bunch of wet shaving gear, whatever the case is, and they bring it back to their online store or to a, a marketplace online or an antique shop, whatever it is, and uh, they just put it out there for sale and they may not know a lot about what it is that they're selling. They know a little bit, but maybe they don't know as in-depth as 
say, uh, a traditional wet shaver who has a great deal of interest in it. So you can kind of forgive them a little bit there in that situation. Uh, but the point is, do your homework, do your due diligence. It's a, it's, there's a great history in all of these uh, safety razors and shaving brushes, etc. And uh, it's been a, f- I've had a lot of fun. I've had a lot of fun in learning a lot about it, not only from uh, the Razor Emporium, Matt Pisarsik, uh, but other viewers like Mark Bagwell and, and many others out there who really know uh, a great deal about the history of the traditional wet shave and the gear that uh, has, uh, has been part of that process uh, in years uh, past. And uh, when you think about it, we're very, very lucky to have these smartphones and tablets and computers and the internet to give us instant information regarding uh, a lot of the wet shaving gear that we might be interested in purchasing. So all you have to do is fire up, uh, you know, your your smartphone if you're an antique store, um, take a picture of that uh, of that razor, go to Google Lens. Google Lens will match it up with everything else that looks similar or identical to it online, and you can get uh, a lot of information about that item. Uh, immediately. It's pretty amazing. And in the process, you'll be learning a little bit more about uh, traditional wet shaving gear and the history of it and that sort of thing. It's been a great deal of fun. And I've uh, I've really been uh, just having a great time learning about it from a lot of viewers out there. So a very good point from Tom Donnarumma. Uh, Be careful. uh, Do your homework. Uh, make sure to really take a close look of what is being sold online or at antique stores, secondhand stores, uh, that sort of thing, to make sure that you're getting exactly what is being advertised. And again, I like to give benefit of the doubt to some sellers out there who may have acquired a piece of shaving gear and not knowing much about the traditional wet shave, being told that it's you know, a Razor X and it's really Razor Y, they may not know that themselves. So I can understand that situation. The bottom line is, do your homework, do your due diligence. It's a great way to learn about the history of the traditional wet shave and all the gear connected to it. And uh, in the process, you might find that rare razor at a really nice price point for your shave den. But again, you know what? Make sure you do your homework and take a close look at what's being sold. Absolutely. Thanks to Tom Donnarumma for a really, really good reminder. Thanks again, Tom. Really do appreciate it. Now, before I get out of here, I'm going to recommend a movie. I may have recommended this movie before. If I have, please forgive me. But I'm reminded of it because of the uh, Monday morning mailbag coffee (laughs) that I had this morning, the McDonald's McCafe coffee, which was a little bit uh, long in the tooth, (laughs) as I mentioned on today's show. Anyhow, that reminded me of a really, really terrific movie that's available on Amazon uh, Freebie. I think it's their Freebie. You can also get it to, you can also rent it from, from some other streaming services. But if you have Amazon Prime, they have a service called Freebie, uh, and it'll show you a movie with ads. And I sometimes will uh, view movies on that uh, on that particular app. Uh, and the, the commercials aren't that long. 
But uh, makes for a nice break, to be perfectly honest with you. Get up and get a cup of coffee, that sort of thing. Anyhow, the name of the movie is The Founder, and it stars Michael Keaton. And it's the true story of how Ray Kroc, Michael Keaton, a struggling salesman from Illinois, met Mac and Dick McDonald and worked to create a billion-dollar burger empire. It's a fascinating movie. It's absolutely wonderful. Great performances. Uh, they give you a history of McDonald's and how this all came about. And they also kind of give you a little bit of insight as to why Ray Kroc wanted to buy McDonald's and why he wanted to buy out Mac and Dick McDonald, the McDonald's brothers. And you kind of get that answer at the end of the movie, and it makes a lot of sense. But it really is a terrific movie and uh, some really, really neat insight as to how the whole corporation and all the franchises uh, developed and some of the marketing strategies and business strategies that they used in order to maintain control of their product and consistency and quality and streamline some of the operations. Really, really fascinating stuff. So uh, check it out. It's on Amazon Prime's free V uh, app. That's uh, it'll show you a movie with ads. But again, a uh, nice time to get up and maybe uh, get some popcorn or a cup of coffee, something like that. The Founder, starring Michael Keaton. Uh, this movie's from 2017, and it really is terrific. It has, uh, what are the rating it has here? Let me take a look real quick. This has 4.7 out of 5 stars from folks who have reviewed it. So it's got a 79% approval rating. Uh, 79% 5-star approval rating. Yeah, I agree with that. Really, really terrific, terrific movie. And it's rated PG-13. The Founder, starring Michael Keaton. And that wraps up another Second Cup. Thanks so much for tuning in again. I really do appreciate it. I sure hope you enjoyed today's show. If you did, please share, please subscribe, and pass it along to a fellow wet shaver or a friend. My thanks to everyone who commented and contributed to today's show. And I mean this sincerely. Without you, this microphone would be silent. If Second Cup or the Monday Morning Mailbag aren't showing up in your regular podcast feed, please drop me a line at mondaymailbag at gmail.com and we'll try to get it all sorted out. So again, thank you all very much. I look forward to getting together with you again on these podcast airwaves. Until then, enjoy the day, enjoy your shave, and enjoy that second cup.